Hello, everyone, and welcome to the very first premiere, first episode of... <laughs> I know. I've already got you laughing. That's a lot of... Caregiving Gen X style. The podcast. Welcome to the Department of Redundancy <laughs> Department. I am Steve Mullen. Oh, I'm Jennifer Mullen. Yeah, you are. You yes. are. And uh, this is the first episode of our show. And uh, we're going to try to cover a lot of things. It's really This is going to be more of a introductory episode of uh, who are we, why are we doing this, and uh, what the heck is going on with this particular podcast. Yeah, we think like once you get to know us then like the whole rest of this podcast will make a lot more sense i mean and if you if you know us you'll love us i think so well at least you know my wife not not me people people don't like me babies and animals love me that is true but not people anyway so who are we we are two gen xers as was mentioned in the teaser i don't know if you listened to that but uh we recorded it actually not all that long ago and um I'm so, a slightly younger Gen Xer. She is. She is. Two, two years younger. Two years younger. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't exactly call it robbing the cradle. Not really. Uh, we met in college. Uh, in, uh, well, I might the story a I was... A long time a ago. long, long time ago. And by the way, I'm not from Jersey. That just comes out sometimes. I don't know why. But uh, a long time ago... Because our best friends are from Jersey. They, they are. And they taught me how to speak years. Jersey. Yeah. Right. So, um, you know, we both went to college together. We met in, uh, I believe it was... We're both mass communications majors. We bet, met in MassCom 201, taught by... Dr. Clarence Thomas. Yes, not, not that, that one. Clarence Thomas, a not different Clarence Thomas. Yeah. He is not on the Supreme Court. He's a communicator, uh, and I believe he just retired recently. But and to this day, we regret that we did not invite him to our wedding. Yeah, I know. And I bumped into him. I bumped into him. I, I actually taught a semester at the school mm-hmm. and, and, and ran up there to hoping to find him, and I did find him. And I told him, he's like, oh, I would have come. What the heck were we thinking? We were kids. Okay. We were kids. We got married uh, relatively young for these days. Uh, I was uh, barely 25, and Jennifer was almost 23. Sliver away. Yes. 23. Just like a month. And um, we've been married, so therefore we've been married, as of the time of this recording, 27 years, which um, is is hard to believe. Yes. But- uh, It's not like a really big, like- yeah, I know. I, living with me is difficult. But so 27 years, uh, we both work in communications. Jennifer? Yes. Yes, you work in communications. <laughs> yes. I work in communications. Yes. Um, I was originally a news producer, loved it, uh, did not love the hours, and then had an opportunity to move into the world of public relations, and I never looked back. Right. And I've worked at the same organization now for... Many years. Yeah, a lot of years. Yeah. A couple, couple of decades. Right. And then some. So I also um, worked in news. I was more on the uh, broadcasting uh, anchor side. I worked in radio as a uh, news reporter and later a news director. I did also work in TV news. So uh, here we are, 27 years later. We have two wonderful kids. Amazing. They're both in college. They're right now. Unbelievable. So that's the one side of the sandwich. Yep. Because... As has been discussed, we are in the sandwich generation. We are smack in the middle of that sandwich that I'm not sure if it was really the sandwich that any of us ordered. Right. I'm pretty sure it was not because, you know, sandwiches, typically speaking, like you think about a sandwich, you know, you got to love a good sandwich. I love a good sandwich. Yeah. This is a different kind of sandwich. 
for sure. And that's a lot of what we're going to talk about. It's true. It's true. So we have our kids on one side. Squished sometimes. Squished? Right? Squished. You're it's kind squished, of a, it's right? kind of a gross word. Sandwich. Squished. It's not a gross It's kind word. of a gross word. Words that are way grosser than that. But anyway. Would, would, would that word be? Don't say it. Steve Mullen. And we are not. Guys, we're not going to get there right now. It might come out later. Might come out later. There are certain words I don't like. I have a visceral reaction, but we're not doing it right that now. All we're going to talk about is the fact that we feel squished because we are a sandwich generation. <laughs> okay. That's it. All right. We're just talking about squishing. So we got the kids on one side. Uh, one, as of the time of this recording, is a junior uh, in college. Uh, she's wonderful. She's in nursing school. Uh, our son is a freshman in college. He um, is studying criminology and uh, wants to eventually become a lawyer. So that's the one side of the sandwich. The other side of the sandwich is our moms. Our moms. So we have uh, been, well, let's go ahead and say it. We've been kind of beat all to hell for the last couple of years with uh, with taking care of them. I mean, I think our caregiving journey goes back a lot further than that. You know, Jennifer's mother, go ahead and tell, your, tell, tell people about your mother. Well, I mean, all right. Let me also say, too, like, beat all to hell. True, for sure. But I think you and I both would agree. We're going to say it right now. We would not have it any other way. There is absolutely enough. not. We a hundred percent would put the care of our moms above all else. It's very important to us. But yes, beat all to hell. Like it's it's complicated. Life is long, hard, and complicated. That's been like my motto lately. Your mantra. It has been. Yes, yes definitely. My mom is amazing. Everybody loves my mom, and we're going to call her Goggy, right? I feel like we have to call her Goggy. Yeah, because everyone calls her that. Because everyone calls her Goggy because she wanted to be Grammy when our daughter was born, only that is not what our daughter decided to call her. She decided to call her Goggy, and so now everyone, everyone who knows her calls her Goggy. So she's had health issues really for a, a couple of decades. Right. Yes. Steve. Long right? as I, as long as I can remember. Right. Yeah. We met each other. Yeah. There were certain health issues. Nothing super, super serious, but definitely, you know, things that maybe required some additional attention every now and then. Certainly, as we've progressed over the years, um, some of those needs have increased, and and we've had a couple of moments where it's been super challenging and those are some of the things we're going to talk about in some future episodes so let's, let's be specific that she has rheumatoid arthritis she has rheumatoid arthritis which is brutal which is it's utterly brutal it's brutal it's 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 brutal i think the one thing that has kept my mom going for 82 years not that she's had rheumatoid arthritis for 82 years but she is 82 years old and i think that anyone who knows her would agree that she is absolutely one of the most positive people yes on yes. the face of the planet, yes. which I do think has, has played a huge role in why she's still living independently. For yes, which she is. We are, which is, we are very fortunate. And I and I think I've said this before, that if you had told me that she would be living independently at this point, this far down the road, I would not have believed you. Neither of us I, would have believed no, it. No, not at all. Uh, my One of my brothers who also lives locally and who assists with her care, neither, I don't think either of us would have ever thought that she would be living independently. And to be quite honest with you. Maybe not living. And I think, yes, I think my brother would say this. I think that he has spent probably the last 20 years, maybe even 30 years, assuming that 
she wasn't going to be here for much right. longer, and she is, and it's amazing. And, and she hangs in there. I mean, it's a combination, I think, of uh, positive thinking and modern medicine has really helped with with RA. It Absolutely. really has. Although, still, we try to remind ourselves she lives every day in pain. She does. She does. But again, that's where the positive outlook comes in. It's um, she's she's an inspiration to all for sure. And I think that um, any of our friends, Steve, any of our friends yes. and other family members who who know her, I think she brings a smile to their face. Even the things that might sometimes occasionally annoy me. Well, and that's going to come up. That's, that's going to come up later. It's, but it is going to come up. So um, things that might annoy me make other people laugh of course of course so you've been helping you and your brother who lives locally have been helping to kind of keep her taken care of for quite a long time years yeah Yeah. and it's and you know it's been it's been little little things over the years for sure um a little more than a year ago it's wow it's been almost a year and a half ago um, things sped up a little bit. Right. We're not going to get there yet. We're not going to get there We're not going to okay, get there Steve, yet. We're going to go back. giving me the signal. Yeah. I, I, um, I know you all can't see this right now, but Steve is giving me the signal that we're not going there yet. <laughs> I was giving you okay. the finger, not that Steve, finger, but a different going? finger. Yeah, no, no the first thing we're doing, though, I mean, when I want to go back, I mean, in terms of caregiving journeys, yours started, I mean, really, I like I said, I remember your mother getting her knee replacement and before i think that was before we got married or right after we got married i don't know me helping her walk up and down the hall to keep the thing moving but uh mine kind of started with my father uh when he got sick he had brain cancer in um 1999 um he uh was diagnosed with brain cancer and it got progressively worse he had a hemorrhagic stroke uh in uh, a state two states away uh when my mother and he probably went on an ill-advised trip um, but Florence, at the time, South Carolina. Yeah, Florence, South Never Carolina. No, no. We ever. spent we spent several weeks there, hoping that he was going to be able to make it back to where we live, and he did. But uh, so I guess my caregiving uh, was was with that. It was that, and that led to he was laid up in a hospital bed. He was half of his body was paralyzed, and uh, my mother needed breaks. Because it was just totally on her, 24-7. So I would go over several days a week for multiple hours and cook him dinner, watch football, let her get out of the house. And, you know, she'd said it was going to do her shopping. Honest to God, I think she was going out just to get out of the house, which is totally understandable and totally reasonable. need to do that sometimes now. Yeah, I know. Get the heck away from me. But um, so that's kind of where it started with me. He did pass away in, in early... Uh, 2001 but anyway so that's where it started so but really our true caregiving journey began a little more than a year ago so what 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 year we're yep, talking so uh what year are we in we're in, we're in 2022. 2022 it was 2021 yes. it was the summer of 2021 that's and correct. it was july 10th 2021 and this is how go. i remember it it is because our very best friends of the last 20 years had made the decision to relocate to another state and we had planned a big um going away party for them here at our house and the morning of that party i got notification from my one brother who lives here locally that my mom was being taken to the hospital she was having basically some stomach pains going to the hospital um of course in case anybody's wondering you know my immediate 
question to him was, do I need to cancel? What's happening here this afternoon? No, 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 no. Let us just get to the hospital. We'll figure out what's going on. Um, so yeah, that is where it started. Like, I'm never going to forget that date because I just, I had that date in my head. It was the date we had been talking about for months to plan this big going away party. And then it was the same date that this happened, um, with my mom and, um, we continued with the party festivities here at the Mullen house, um, at my brother's insistence. And frankly, um, in the summer of 2021, COVID was still a thing. It, it was. Well, it was very much a thing. It was, ve- it was yeah. very much a thing. And, you know, at a hospital, you couldn't have more than one person back in a in an emergency room with you anyway. And so my brother very kindly, like, you know, just you, you do your thing. You can't be here anyway. I'll take care of things and I'll update you. So that's what was going on. It was obviously a little bit difficult to concentrate on the festivities here. Um but yeah, from that point, that's when it all started and it just steamrolled, but go, walk us through. So what was wrong with her and the, the whole path that she went through to get back home? Right. So she had a bowel obstruction and it was something that had happened to her before. And, you know, we had taken care of it before, but it happened again. I don't remember how many years prior it had happened, but clearly she was younger. Mm. So now here we are, you know, with her at age 81, um, a bowel obstruction goes into the hospital, has to have, you know, a whole section of her bowel removed. Sorry, I don't know, it's like not the most pleasant okay, I Hopefully you're not listening to this during dinner or yeah, lunch or maybe, God forbid for breakfast. It's the most pleasant thing to But think about yeah, it's, it's, a, it's about to get ugly if she gets into some details, which I don't know, she well, won't not. not to get into too many details, yeah. but let's just say, you know, she was 81 and you ha- you're having a, a fairly major surgery. You went through a lot of crap. <sighs> okay, I, Steve Mullen. No. I can't. Even. Just can't even. No. Okay. I mean. All right boys boys and their humor i mean <laughs> oh it could listen, have been far worse listen, than that come on i have a sense of humor but that kind of humor um so she has the surgery and listen it just simply was not that easy for her to bounce back and so she was in the icu for a period of time I, and i can't even believe it to a certain extent some of it is actually getting a little fuzzy like a year and a half later because when i was in the middle of it oh my gosh it just was it was the focus of everything. Um, she was in the ICU for a period of time, came out of the ICU, you know, in the middle of all of it, there were some heart issues, you know, some AFib, all these, you know, terms that I've learned along the way and things that you learn to understand are more serious than others, things that are less serious than others. You figure all this stuff out. Um, you figure out a lot of things about how hospitals work, about how advocating for your loved one works. Um, in a hospital. And then my mom was transferred to a skilled nursing facility, an SNF. Sniff. Yeah, a sniff. A yep. Sniff. It's an acronym. It it's is. A, it's a, oh, I could like never hear it again and it would be too soon. Um, and, you know, selecting a sniff. Which we will we will get into that in later episodes for sure. But it's not easy. It's not easy. Well, particularly when you don't have any time to do it. You don't have any time to do it, right? Insurance, we all know this. Health insurance sort of dictates a little bit of what happens in the medical world. And, 
you know, you're quickly trying to figure out where to send your loved one. And again, my, you know, my brother who's here locally, he and I were basically, yeah, it was sort of like... You were given a list. It was, Yeah, we were given a list. It's like throwing a dart at a map. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. where do you want to travel next? Let's throw the dart right. and that's where we're going to land. And literally, that's where you're landing. You can read reviews for sure. And we did. And we sort of did the collection of reviews and what's convenient to the two of us. And we live in different parts of town. So what would be the most convenient for us to get there each day? Um, and we selected a facility and, you know, she was there for a few weeks. And um, let's just say that it was a nightmare. <laughs> well, I was going to say less than ideal. Yeah. Which, well, you know, us using those two different terminologies is actually like for y'all out there who don't know us yet, you're going to get to know us. It makes perfect sense. Steve <laughs> is going to go right to the most negative yes. term yes. ever. It's me. Because he's an Eeyore. Yes, I am. I'm, I'm going to try to put a slightly, maybe not a positive spin on it, but, you know, try. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, less than ideal. So she made it through. It was less than ideal. The food was terrible. The care was not really all that great. And I think what we have to remember is during this time, it was during the pandemic and, and during that particular moment in time. And, and let's be real, it, it's gotten better, but it hasn't gotten 100% better. Um, there just weren't enough workers to go around who wanted to work. And every place was understaffed. Everywhere was understaffed. However, this place that she went to, I have heard since then, uh, I've been told by multiple different people, don't send your person there. Don't don't send your loved one there. Just yeah. don't. And and again, you had like a day to decide this. Yeah. And it wasn't it wasn't enough. There was some great staff there for sure. Yeah. Um it was it was not an ideal situation and um one that I hope we don't ever have to repeat. Right. So here's the fun part, though. So she started with July 10th? July 10th. July 10th. Okay. So um, by the time she was back home in her place and starting to become a little independent with, you know, with a good bit of help, but I mean, she could take care of herself. She could stay there by herself. She didn't need someone there 24 hours a day. Right about that same time, uh, we decided to go out of town for our anniversary. So it was right about when, you know, when Goggy was able to be independent, things were starting to settle down. We went out of town for our anniversary and stayed at an inn um, about an hour or so away, hour and 15 minutes away. And uh, while there, um, you know, we got a notification that my mother had pressed her emergency button. Uh, and I called. She said, I'm fine. Don't worry about it. I just slid to the floor. The, the ambulance people got me up. No big deal. Half an hour later, I got another one. Um, long story short, very long story short, it turns out that she had lost control of her right leg. Uh, it was no longer working and that's why she slid to the floor. Uh, she was stuck in bed. Uh, I called my brother because I was on vacation trying to enjoy my, um, anniversary or our anniversary. Uh, I called my brother. He eventually got down there and stayed with her. But as it turns out, basically we found out that she had a spinal cord compression. It was pinching her spinal cord. And um, she had to go in for emergency surgery before she became paralyzed. And uh, during all this process, uh, the, the, the prep uh, appointments with the doctors and whatnot, we found out that she also had uh, she also had a heart problem. She has AFib as well. She has congestive heart failure. So 
uh, that became a bit of a problem as well. So she went into the hospital finally, after about three weeks at home of trying to get everything prepped and whatnot, and that was me staying for five days a week, my brother staying for two, um, and Jennifer. I'm raising my hand because you are. Steve, you really are. missed a critical, we missed a critical Did we? moment in time. Tell me. Yes. We had gone out of town, came home, got a call from your mom's neighbor. This was the incident. This was a totally different incident. Yeah, but I think we're going to get to that later. Okay. We're going to get to that in a later episode because it's 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 scary. It's gross. I think it really deserves kind of its own episode. Okay. No, this. Oh, see, like seriously, this is. There's a happen. lot. Like we're. Tr- There's we a can't lot. Even keep it all straight. Anymore. So anyway, uh, after a few weeks, me staying with her 24 hours a day for five days, and then my brother coming in for two days, we finally get her into the hospital. She's in the hospital for three weeks trying to get her heart under control. She finally has the surgery after, by the way, bouncing into ICU once or twice. She has the surgery. They send her from the hospital to a physical rehabilitation institute that we have around here. It's very fancy. It's like a palace. It really, really is like We're a We're going to get into this later, guys, yeah. in, a, in another episode, too, I think, about um, the differences. Steve and I come from very different backgrounds. Our mothers are in very different financial yes, situations. Yes, they are. It's a matter of insurance, really. It comes down to really 100%. always, yes. always comes yes. down to insurance. So Steve's mom is in a situation where she's going to be probably provided much a much higher level of care than what will be afforded to my mom based on her situation. That is true. So she spends a, she spends a couple of weeks in the uh, rehabilitation institute, which really, I mean, again, it's a palace, uh, and they determine well she's not really getting any better. And we can't keep her here if she's not getting any better. She has to go somewhere else now. So that's when she ends up in a sniff. But the, we had the benefit, however, of knowing this was coming. Yes. And we actually, Jennifer and I, went and toured a couple that are very close to where we live. And we're able to pick one. And again, you know, she gets there understaffed. Um, and that's everywhere. That really is everywhere. However, this place compared to where Goggy was... Well, understaffed, and we had the benefit because these incidents happened relatively close together. I had learned a few things, picked up a few things along the way. It's true. And so when we went to do a couple of our tours, I was actually able to ask some questions that were relatively informed. Which it's is, true. Uh, that was a benefit. Like, yes, it was. No, it, well, and it was it was a benefit just to be able to go and look at the places because you didn't have the time to do that with your mother. I had the time to do with that with my mother, but you know, it was right about this time that we learned, we did kind of had determined my mother could never go home. And that is the craziest part of all of this is that she left home to have surgery and never ever came back. Yeah. And it's it's a depressing, depressing thought. And we're going to get into that as well in, in a future episode um, because it's something you have to deal with. And But anyway, she ended up going to uh, the skilled nursing and she was there for a month, uh, a full month. And it was during that time, by the way, that the impetus for this particular podcast happened. Yes. So Steve and I were at the skilled nursing facility on a Saturday, it was a Saturday. It was a Saturday was, afternoon, yes. It was not a weekday, it was no. not a work day. No. Lest y'all be concerned about us. Because you're about to hear why. Yes. So we leave, and as we're driving out of this place, very nearby is a lovely sports it's bar. It's a sports bar. It's a hey, sports bar. Hey, looky there. 
local sports bar. Let's it. go have lunch. Let's, and let's just go have lunch, and we're going to enjoy a beverage. A Except that it might have turned into more than it did. A beverage. Let's be real. We were day drinking. I mean, full on, we're full on day drinking in a very serious way. Might be listening to this podcast at some point. All of my friends and Steve know that I don't day drink because if I day drink, then I need. <laughs> I need at least like a two hour. Yeah, oh, absolutely. And you Which, did. By the way, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, you absolutely did that. You came home that afternoon. I'm pretty sure I took a new two hour nap and Steve came up and was a little concerned, wondering I if was. I was ever going to wake up. Were you up. breathing? Was going to have to take care of somebody else. But anyway, while we were there. Right. So we're sitting at this sports bar. We're having lunch. We're just sort of commiserating and talking through all of this and having this thought of what about all of the things that we've learned between my mom, Goggy, and now Steve's mom in the last, you know, couple of months, what is it that we can share with other people? Because we've learned a lot of things and we've learned most of them on our own. And um, so our, our our half drunken selves said, We need to write a book. Let's write a book. Let's write a book. We'll because write a book. We're communications people. <laughs> we can write a book. Right? So we can write, we can talk, we can write, let's write a book. Yeah. So that's what we started doing. I started writing chapters, which were really, I, I want to say essays. Essays. Uh, they were essays. Good ones. Um, and I, I think I've got about 25 at this point. Yeah. And that's growing because there's so much more to talk about. Yep. So pretty much like Steve and I have a conversation. We talk about these things that happen. And then Steve goes and sits down and he actually writes sort of an essay. An essay. Chapter. It's about. true. Whatever the situation it's true. is, so that the issue is. So later on, we decided, you know, let's not go through the trouble of doing a book and, and, and publishing and doing all that stuff. And we said, well, to heck with it. Let's podcast. And, you know, as I've mentioned, I am a professional podcaster. I actually podcast for clients. People pay me to do this. They do. Uh, Jennifer is a podcast fan. Mostly true crime. I'm really a true crime expert, which no one in my family wants to acknowledge, but no. I'm a true crime expert thanks to all of my podcast listeners. She's a true crime enthusiast. I'm an expert. Yeah, okay. Better. But anyway, she actually paid money and drove two hours to go see a podcaster speak. Mm -hmm. um, and I'd like to point out that she lives with a podcaster and sleeps every night next to a podcaster, uh, and she's never really listened to my podcasts first of all you're not a true crime podcast. no i am not so it's totally different and second of all i have listened to your podcast know, mm. okay right. people we're going to move on from all right this. so anyway so. The, the, so the you know we this is that's how we got here with this particular podcast um and we have taken a long time to prep and figure out what to name it and uh figure out how we're going to record it and we so we're sitting right now in our dining room which, um, you know, what you've got to know about us is we love our back deck. We actually have our little hashtag, hashtag Mullen Deck Life. But when it gets to winter, uh, the deck moves inside into the dining room. And we're usually doing something in here. There may be a puzzle down. There may be whatever. And, and we sit around, you know, and we have our after work happy beverages, beverages, after work happy hour. I've got my beverage in my left hand here. Cheers. 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 Right. Do you hear that clink? Probably. Cheers. Um and this is what we've decided we're going to do uh, with our time. Since, you know, we're empty nesters and we, you know, there's no kids running around here. So I did want to go back a little bit, though, because I didn't quite finish the story of my mother. So she's in skilled nursing. She was there for about a month. And uh, 
at the end of that, they discharged her, but as we mentioned, she couldn't go home. So she ended up going into assisted living, and we spent a lot of time looking for assisted living facilities nearby. We're going to do that, talk about that a lot in a future episode. But again, she was never allowed to go home. She's still in assisted living, and I go over there several days a week or as many as is necessary. Uh, she's been in and out of the hospital here and there for a variety of different things uh, related to her heart or UTIs or COVID or whatever. But she's still there, and Goggy's living at home uh, with some um, relatively significant assistance here and there from Jennifer and her brother. And here we are. We're, we're dealing with this a lot now, and that's, that's basically where our story, I wouldn't say it ends, it, it's still going on, but that's where we are now. Yeah, so if you're listening to us, and, and we hope you are, and we hope... We hope maybe you'll just kind of feel comfortable and like welcomed into our home because we will welcome just about anybody into our home, whether it's hashtag Mullen Deck Life or our dining room. But um, we hope that if you're listening to this, it, it means that you're likely taking a journey that's very similar to this one that we have been on. Um, I know we've been kind of all over the place here with this intro episode, but really, truly, we do have sort of chapters that we're going to go through of very specific things that we have dealt with. So we wanted to we wanted to lay out our experience. It is absolutely not to elicit sympathy or to make you think somehow that we're experts because we're not. But it's more to say we've been where you are and if there's one thing that we've learned in this process it's that having someone around who knows what you're going through is definitely invaluable. And and there's one other thing before we close out this episode. Uh, there's going to be a few things in this podcast that might actually offend people. Uh, and that may be the salty language. And I will tell you, that's going to be coming mostly from my wife. I've been really clean. She, you have been incredibly clean and I'm pandemic, so proud of you. The pandemic did it for me. She drops just don't fucking bomb care. like it's nothing. Uh, and, and unfortunately it's, it's blood into me, but anyway, there's going to be some, some things in this podcast that offend people. It might be the salty language. It might be inappropriate humor, joking about stuff that really probably shouldn't be joked about, uh, or, you know, hitting too close to home on personality tendencies. Cause we're going to get to that. We're going to get into the different kinds of caregivers and it may bother you. It may, you may really understand different people in your family a little bit better at the end of it, but it may offend you. So the whole thing is don't say we didn't warn you you've been warned that may happen yeah so we hope you'll come back and join us we um we're gonna have some fun we're gonna have some drinks yep you've already warned you too about the language i may have already dropped the f-bomb once it might get mm, it might get worse i don't i don't mean to do it she doesn't even know she does it most of the time yeah anymore y'all i used to hate i used to hate some of those words yep can't help it um, but we would like to have some fun with you. We hope you'll listen with us. And we're, um, you know, we're hoping we can kind of provide a little bit of information from our experiences. We're not going to lecture. We're not going to turn this into a dry, boring thing, but we're hoping we can teach a little bit. If you're getting into this and I've got to figure, if you're listening to this, you're going through the same journey we are, or at the beginning of it, at the very least. So hopefully we can help. Yep. So, uh, Gen X. Wait, what's the title? <laughs> Wait, I forgot. What's the Caregiving Gen X style. Caregiving Gen X style. Yes. Yes. So That's... we hope that you will join us. Caregiving Gen X style. All right. Thanks for Stay listening. We're going to go ahead and close it out. Have a great day.